0: You're listening to EtherCast. I'm Christopher Burris. We're back at it again with our exploration of concert etiquette, trying to answer questions about modern concert life. Why don't we clap in between movements? Really, why don't we clap at all during exciting portions of a classical song, even though we do it for most other music genres? This is part two, what I'm calling The Frontier. Last episode, we arrived at the creation of the concert through the Abendmusik performances in Germany. These were pretty stiff collar events. On this episode, we're discovering how audiences moved from that to the more rambunctious concert participation that Mozart described in his family letters, cheering during the virtuosic passages of his music and calling for encores of favorite movements from the concert. In terms of the concert circles that Mozart was touring around in in the late 18th century, we know exactly what was responsible for that shift in concert etiquette. That's Mannheim Steamroller. Obviously, I don't mean the electronic music group from the mid-70s, but I do mean what that group was named for, the Mannheim Steamroller. It's originally a musical technique, and you can hear it in this early symphony by Johann Stamitz. Listen to how the strings perform a tremolo that's moving the bow back and forth very quickly to get a sort of shimmery effect while slowly getting louder and louder. What musicians call a crescendo, this extends over the whole piece and keeps rising to new levels as the bass line churns forward with repetitive figures, hence the name the Mannheim Steamroller. We're listening to an early symphony by Johann Stamitz, his third symphony. Stamitz was the leader of a very special orchestra in the German city of Mannheim, special because the German royal court at Mannheim decided it wanted a bigger and more well funded orchestra than any other German court, and that gave the city a reputation as a cultural center, especially for music. It attracted all sorts of musicians and composers and became a breeding ground for new musical ideas and experiments. The Mannheim steamroller is really just one small development in a huge amount of things that happened at Mannheim for instrumental music. The symphony as a musical genre is really born there, the Mannheim Orchestra started using wind instruments a lot more seriously. And so you start seeing composers across Europe doing more with oboes and clarinets. But the steamroller itself, that technique, is special because it represents a dramatic shift in how composers are thinking about music from the standpoint of its audience. It's the birthplace of that all-important phrase for many music genres today, entertainment value. The Mannheim steamroller was all about trying to get the audience charged up. It invited a mid-song reaction, and that's exactly what it produced. Eyewitness accounts mentioned that the steamroller would cause members of the audience to spontaneously jump to their feet. <laughs> ¶¶ Listening to Mozart's Symphony No. 40 and that moment you heard in the beginning where the strings as a whole soar from a low D up to a high B flat in a single measure is called the Mannheim rocket, another technique created by composers for the Mannheim Orchestra and one which Mozart heard along with the steamroller when he went to visit Mannheim before completing this symphony in 1788. While Mozart was there, he saw how good the orchestra was, how much it amped up the audience, and had them participating spontaneously in the music, and he was sold. Mozart borrowed the techniques he heard at Mannheim and started including them in the music that he took all over Europe, and with that came a shift in audience etiquette as well. This was no longer music for contemplating God or relaxing in the evening, like we've heard before. This was music that was meant to entertain, to stir the emotions, and be experienced in the moment. Clapping and cheering while it took place was now encouraged and expected to solidify a composition's success. So we've seen how businessmen at the Abendmusik concerts were behind the first phase of concert etiquette, and composers at Mannheim were behind the second. What about the third phase that gets us to where we are today? Silence and concentration in the concert hall, not a peep until the music is over. Find out how it happens, that's next time on EtherCast. I'm Christopher Burris. Ethercast is a production of WFIU Public Radio for Indiana and a companion podcast to Ether Game, the classical music trivia quiz. Join me and host Mark Chilla Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock for Ether Game, and you might just win a prize. From the Ether Game Brain Trust, thanks for tuning in.